Welcome to track number 11 of All Out. The next one. Don't be fixated to your profession or what you learned in school and your job. No, just your profession. Then the next one. Don't be fixated to your job. I don't want you to have a vision for your, your, your profession. What is your profession? What is your profession? What, are, what have you become? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? You are still in school. Civil servant. And you are what? Student. Who is a professional? Who has a profession? You are a doctor. You are a doctor. Don't be, don't be, that's it, it's nothing. What are you? I what? I can't, don't be. There's more than adding 224 times it plus this divided by this minus this. You are what? Pharmacy. Sharing Panadol and sharing uh, uh, flu medicine. There's more things than sharing medicine in this world. There are more things. And you are what? Student. You are what? Accountant. And you are what? Teacher. Yeah. There are higher things to teach. Don't be fixated. Don't have the, my, my aim is to be like my, 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 my uh, 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 personal assistant, Pastor Prince. He said, look, my vision was to be the youngest professor in the university. John, you know him. That was his case. And he has even started his PhD. He was in the middle of his PhD work. He did the master's and went beyond. He did agriculture, this, whatever. He was in Norway studying this, that, that. Master's, this, that, that. You know, I remember talking to him, look, come and work in the ministry, come and work in the ministry. And this was his vision. And then one day he just put it down. Because you see, the vision is too strong, it's too much. I'm telling you, it's almost an evil thing. That's why I told Pastor Paul when I came, what are you doing here? Go back to your work. Those of us here are aimless. I mean it. We are aimless. Want to serve God? Come, I'll show you. No aim. No goal. No vision. Nothing. Only one thing. Where is God? Come back. <laughs> if God is by the blue chair, I want to be by the blue chair. If he moves, and I'm preaching here, and I say, ah, he's moved. I want to move. If he goes forward, and I realize that I'm alone, I want to go forward. Not that I have my, my aim is to be here for two hours. This is my vision. I'm here for two hours. I've, I've decided. I've decided. I've decided that this is where I'm going to be. Why did you decide that? Who taught you that? We, we learned it in the management school. We were learning in management school that you have to decide your vision and then you proceed on your vision for several years and then you take certain steps and then it will lead to certain things that will be very, very helpful in the future of your management. Really? This is what you learned in your management school? Oh. Shame on management school. Thank you. It's too strong. Your vision to be a professor. That thing almost cost him his role in the ministry. That only that thing. Almost like this small piece like this. He was going to Australia. He says, Go to Australia, has his school, this, this, that. Recently, when I was going to Australia, I said, Prince, come, I'm going with you to Australia. 
when he was going, we wrote a set, uh, this thing. Everybody said, uh, 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 "How do you call it? Memorandum of and promise that he will return to Ghana." <laughs> and we were joking, but we we made him sign that he will return. He will come back with me. <laughs> yeah, the visions are too strong. I remember one of our pastors. He became a professor. In the evening, they came, the men that he became a professor, they came and put a signboard of his, at his house. And they wrote on it, professor, pastor, whatever. He died in the morning. Yeah. That, that's the day that he died, the next morning. He died in the morning. And he came to stand and look at, at last, you see, you may accomplish it, you may have it, but it means nothing beyond this place. Yeah. It's true. It's a piece of paper. Look, eh? qualifications eh? They are they are they are they are amazingly useless. One day I was talking to an accountant and I was telling him, then as I was talking with him, he said, look, my type of accounting is different. <laughs> so I realized that even though he called himself an accountant, there were many things that he did not know and did not understand. So I just left him. The person may say he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a whatever specialist. You talk to the person about whatever, realize he does not know anything about this area. Those of us who have done professional courses, we know what we are saying. I may be a doctor, but if you come and you start to talk to me about certain things about the eye, do you understand? Unless I go and read. Do you understand? Unless I go and read it, I almost am useless. Even though I am, have that qualification. Even a specialist in that particular field, unless you, even within the specialty, you see that the people don't have any idea. And for this, little bit of knowledge that you have as a technician, you are about to sacrifice. God's calling. I thank God, mom. All those dreams went out of me. I didn't have those visions. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I didn't have those visions. I didn't have those dreams. I didn't have those visions. I didn't have those dreams. Amen? Amen. And I still don't have. And I'm glad I'm free. And I want to encourage you. Release yourself from whatever vision. You understand? You have. And now, accept his vision. Now, if his vision is, I will need you in South Africa. Okay? Is it Buko or Biki? Buki. Buki, I need you in South Africa. I don't need you in UK. I don't need you here. You want to be here, but I don't want you to be here. And I want you to go to South Africa. So you're going to work for me there. And he says, when my father was sending me here, uh, there were certain things that he said. That, ah. There we go. What do you think? 
Are you people getting free? How many feel that certain things are? So that you can do the long jump and the triple jump and the pole vault. Uh, have you got your sticks now? Better hold your stick, your your the poles. When God gives work, his work is usually so simple sounding that it looks like it's not important. The work that God gives. In the Garden of Eden, he called Adam and Eve. He said, name animals. Name the animals. Uh, and then till the ground. That's all. God's work looks so simple. That's why people say, oh, you stop working. You're just a pastor. You stop working, you're just a pastor. I said, yeah. I don't work. I don't even meet such people anymore. To talk. When I see such people, I become deaf and dumb. I, know. <laughs> I don't have even conversations with such people. They are out of my life. When they see me, I'll preach to them. I don't preach to them. I'm moving. I move with people such that those people, I don't feel like I'm an extremist anymore. Why should I feel like I'm an extremist? What have I done that makes me an extremist? So UK, from today, now some of you, you got permanent stay or British passport or green card. And so what? And so are you God? Are you God? I have somebody working in my office. She had first class in the university. So when she had first class, I said, please, go and do masters and so on. She said, no, no, I want to work with you. I said, go, go. Go do masters, this, that. Because you are first class. You are first class. You don't belong in the church. You are first class. I was trying to sack her. But she saw through the sacking. <laughs> she never went. When Elijah was going to work with Elisha, Elijah, Elijah to Elisha. You see, I'm going to Jericho. And where I'm going, you, your type doesn't go there. Elisha said, I've seen one before. I've seen one before. Because the first servant of Elijah, he left him at Bathsheba. You see? And so when they were also sacking him, so when your father is now advising you to go away from God and away from the ministry, you have reached a certain critical point of your life. It's true. When they are now sucking you from what they are teaching you to come to, then you have reached a critical point of your life and ministry. It's a breaking point. If you pass that point, you are in. Oh yeah. When they've reached a point of genuinely helping you out, by the, the, the person who teaches you is now the one helping you to move so-called forward. You have reached what you call the breaking point. Yes. So I said, go. I said, your father says you should do. Your mother says this. Your this is a go. Don't come. You are clever. So clever. As if I am not clever. Do you know what I had in school? You people, you think that it's fools who work for God. You think that it's people without qualifications, people without schooling, people without visa, people without passport. You know the passports that people have. 
and they are sitting in various places working for them. What is that passport? Certificate to live in Babylon and be a second-rate citizen or fourth-rate citizen. Living in a house where you live up there when you enter, somebody has wee-weed in the lift and have wee-weed and poured rubbish and bola everywhere. Smoking. That is your greatest achievement and goal is to be that. Ah! Please, when your father is now advising you to go away, then you must know that you've reached somewhere. I said, go. Go and do it. Because you are clever. Master this, 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 that. Do. Easy. <laughs> oh, it's the greatest thing is to work for the Lord. I pray. Look, you people, I pray for you. When I was in America, I called the people. I said, if you want to work. For the Lord come full time and work for the Lord. Then I said to them, I was, I was praying by the Spirit. I said, I'm going to pray for you my best prayer. If I pray for you my best prayer, it's the best thing I can ever pray for you. And the prayer from my heart. You see, my best prayer is not for you to, have to be rich. That's not my best prayer. If I call you and say, I'm going to pray my best prayer for you. It's not for you to have money. It's for you to have him. Yeah. It's for you to have him. And it's for you to be in him. To work, to have the opportunity. Eh? The opportunity to work for him. To love him. To serve him. Oh, that's my best prayer for you. Mag- Margaret, my best prayer for you is not that you marry Jack Toronto. Or that you marry any of those guys. No, that's not my best prayer for you. That's not my best prayer. Huh? Eh? Who is that Toronto? my best prayer. It will never be my best prayer. My best prayer for you is not to have a British passport or a German passport or an American passport or a green card. That's not my best prayer. My best prayer is that God will choose you and use my children. That's why I don't pray Lord, this one, may he be a lawyer, may he be a doctor, may he be a this. Oh! That's for the school that you will finish. Say, Lord, may he stand before you. That is all. That is all. I'm so grateful to Pastor Ku for the work that he does with my children and with the other children. When I think about that somebody will help my child because that's the great, that's what I do for people's children. I'm trying to help people's children to, to stand before God and to love God and to be with God. It makes me cry. It makes me weep because it's the most precious thing that can ever be given to my child. When I, was, when I got married, I told my wife that I would not like to bring forth a child who will go to hell. He shouldn't, be, he shouldn't be born. I would not like to have a child if the child will go to hell. I don't care. My vision for my child is not to do ballet dancing, <laughs> violin classes, go to French school, speak French. 
What is French? The language of Babylon, the language of the most godless country in the world. Why should my child speak that language? What is in the language? I don't need it. Do ballet dancing, violin classes, horse riding, this and that. I don't need it. No. 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 I have another vision. My vision is that they should be they, if they will be if they will be if they will be near the Lord and the Lord will will like them and choose them and use them. That is that's the best. I would not like my child even for one day to work for the world. Just even a day or even half day up to twelve. No. I would like them to <laughs> work for the Lord. <laughs> oh yeah, that is there are pastors who don't want their children to be pastors. Oh yeah. There are people who don't want their children to be passed. They have, the ministry says, no, I will not like my child. There are certain things that I've seen, certain things. <laughs> you, have, you see, as I'm preaching, you are, you are supposed to either vomit or poo-poo the visions away. Mostly vomiting, they should come out. Have you ever wondered why when demons are coming out sometimes people vomit? The thing has filled you. Has filled your mind and filled your heart. Huh? You must go to this school. You must do this. You must do that. My child must have this. My husband must be that. Ah. Take it out. Is that look? I'm sharing with you that is what has deleted your calling. Yeah, that's what makes all these preaching useless to you. Only that vision that you have. They preaching, they can preach way others. Uh, what uh, something, something, whatever of the calling. What are some of the camps you have preached? Mega dimensional something church, huh? Pastors of thousands, barrenness come. Mega child. Oh, it, it it will not. It cannot change. You see, the vision you have is great. And powerful. And it neutralizes God's calling. The preaching. And everything that is. And I'm talking to you that. eh, What I'm saying that God is calling you. To work for him. And to work for him all out. That means that you work for him full time. When you wake up in the morning. You are working for God. That's what it means. It means in the morning when you wake up for God. You work for him. In the afternoon, you work for him. In the evening, you work for him. Whatever you do is his. Instead of building castles, sand castles, pyramids. That's why I'll not preach what I'm preaching in church. When I go to church, I'll preach prosperity with the prayer. I'll preach, uh, I shall not want. I'll preach opportunities. I'll preach, you shall build a house and so on. But when I see you privately like this, and I'm telling you, these ones. Yeah. But otherwise, you go and say, They say that we shouldn't have any visions about. Have you heard of something before? Have you heard of something before? <laughs> you say you shouldn't have any vision. <laughs> those dreams from your life. 
said, if I'm going to marry a white girl, I saw one brother, he came to me, he said, I'm a, and he wants to be a pastor. He said, my vision is I want to marry a white girl. So I was quiet and I didn't want to be as if I said, oh, we have some white girls in Zurich. We have some white girls in this church. Then he comes to Zurich, Geneva, and other places. So, so see me later, brother. <laughs> hey. One brother, he was telling me, he said, I married, I married uh, 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 one of these uh, American ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, it's, he said, it's no easy. I said, it will not be easy. Most of them are very stubborn. That's why most of, most of these black Americans, they don't have husbands. But one doctor was telling me, he said that it's very unusual for a black American lady's child to have a husband, uh, to have a father. They come to the clinic without fathers. You can't stay easily. Stubbornness. Stand up for your rights. I can't put up with this, right? You've had it. And they're out. So he said, that is, that is the problem. I said, it is a problem. As for that, I don't, don't doubt Oprah Winfrey cannot teach you how to do good marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Since when did Oprah Winfrey become your pastor teaching you this, teaching you that, teaching you that? Lady Pastor Winfrey. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, everybody. How many feel that God has spoken to you already? Are you dropping your dreams? Drop your dreams. You can call this message, drop your dreams. Yeah. Drop your dreams and visions. Yeah. All out. Drop them. I'm telling you. It's affecting you. It's affecting you greatly. And you're also not getting there. You see. Lift your hands to the Lord. Just thank Him for a new dream. A vision. And a dream.